It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Our next NHL doubleheader is tonight. Lightning in Buffalo taking on the Sabres, 7.30 Eastern, followed by the Kraken and the Abs. Coverage begins with a point, 6 Eastern on ESPN2. Hey, before we start a new hour, I just thought you would like to see Ben Simmons' face on another person's chest. Uh, it just sort of seemed like an interesting thing. Right, here we go. There, there he's, he's looking at Show him the tattoo. Ah, oh, what do you oh, think? Oh, wow. Seems like a good decision. <laughs> <laughs> got a what t-shirt go out of it. That's a net fan, too. He's going to need more t-shirts. What do you think? That's a, always a bad decision. I don't care if it's your girlfriend, <laughs> uh, it's your favorite basketball player. Do not get a face tattooed on your no. chest. Maybe, maybe a child. I'll give you a child, your own child. Unless that's Ben Simmons' daddy, I don't think he needs his tattoo, uh, his face on his body. It just feels like a... Awesome. Yeah, exactly right. It feels, it feels like I require an explanation of some sort. I thought this through very randomly. You know what I think I'm going to do today? Bet. Loss of a bet, maybe something. something <laughs> yeah, yeah, Loss yeah. of a bet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Go get fantasy football goes wrong is what yeah. that is right yeah. here. All right, with that, <laughs> maybe it was the result, but we'll see. Anyway, we're coming to you live. <laughs> going to make a joke, I decided. You know what? I thought better of it because I like this job. Uh, we are live above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Sal in with the regular Tuesday crew. Jessica will be here as well. But we begin with Monday Night Football in Los Angeles. Last Where night. we should begin. Game of the night. Cowboys is basically a home game for them. But take a look, Jeff, before the game even gets going. We'd like to call this a skirmish or a ruckus, Greeny. No, you hadn't seen many in your day, but watch this right here. Dante Fowler going to give him the business. Uh, oh, yeah. helmet off. You got to like it. Hey, start with some energy, fellas. I ain't on the way. Everybody just needs oh, to have an oat milk yes, latte and relax there, Jeff. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dak Prescott takes it himself. Ooh, a mistake Yo. by the Chargers defense, and Dak makes him pay with just enough speed to get to the crib. That too. Really <laughs> Look how close he comes to losing the ball oh, on the in play. Line, in line. But he hangs on and takes it in. Cowboys tied at seven. Now it's Justin Herbert. Here's a critical moment in the third quarter. Third and ten. He's going to run for it. I thought he got it, but they rule him short. So they wind up eschewing the field goal that would have tied the game. Dominique was at the right decision. Absolutely. You got to eschew the field goal and go for no. the fourth down and try to score, or at least try to get the first down and try to score. This situation, seven minutes left. You miss it. You got them backed up, a conservative offense with your defense. You go for it. All right. Doesn't work out every time. Well, we know that's Brandon Staley's uh, MO, and they don't get it, and so they continue to trail. Start of the fourth quarter, we're tied at 10. Here's a great play by Dak. Dak has made great plays through the course of this game. This offense was a little bit stuck in mud. He finds Pollard and he makes a good play. Pollard makes it an outstanding yes, play. 60 does. yards. But don't get caught, please. Gets run down from behind. But to your point, it sets him up an hour in the fourth quarter. And it's Dak. And hey, Jeff, remember they got Brandon Cooks this offseason. We finally found him. Do they? I didn't know that. All of a sudden, he's going to make a big play. A great that block by Pollard. Pollard. Yeah. yeah, great block and a nice catch. Great ball. Cooks catching a touchdown for his 25th different team. Sorry, fifth different team. <laughs> it just felt like 25th. Cowboys up 17-10. Fourth quarter. Chargers punting. All this game was about for the Cowboys was not making the big mistake. And they don't make the big mistake, but they get a little confused. You get slammed into the kicker, or excuse me, to the returner. You don't know if the ball is touched, so you try to cover it up. It's understandable, but it's a mistake you can't make. 
Turpin's got to clear him out there. Yeah, you got to tell him. Yeah, the, 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 it's Jalen Tolbert who dives on the ball there, winds up touching it, and thus the turnover. Clearly, he thinks he needs to go for it there. One way or another, a disaster for Mike McCarthy's team. Chargers go for it on fourth and goal again, and this time they convert to Gerald Everett, so we're all tied up at 17. Now, Cowboys, final five minutes. C.D. Lamb had a big night. Oh, yeah, C.D. Lamb was targeted seven times. Dak buying time. He caught all seven of those targets at 117 yards. They kick a field goal, they go up by three, and so now, Jeff, we need our closer, whose name is Micah Parsons. The old ricochet, run a little game, bam, hits the tackle, slides off. Oh, no, good heavens. Buckle that chin strap, Herbert. And when the final two minutes, that sets up a third and long last chance, Justin Herbert, and he is picked by Stephon Gilmore, steps in front. Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott get one they desperately need. Closing out the book on what was a tough week for them. They win it 20 to 17, headed into their bye. Dak, talk to me. Yeah, it was a must win. Why? I mean, it's early no, I mean, in the season. Yeah, early in the season, but three and three. Four and two or three and three, that was a, it's a huge difference. We, we talked about after last week not, not allowing this thing to landslide, and obviously I think a win like this allows you to really close that book. Sal, I was looking out of the corner of my eye when we saw his reaction to the win. What, what struck you in that moment where they, they made that interception? He's on like the that? bench and he's praying to the Lord, baby Jesus, thank you, thank you, we got a win. You know, you were looking for headlines, right? Before the game, during the game, after the game. Find a way. Find a way to win a football game. Niners lost. Eagles lost. We don't want it to landslide. You heard him say those words. We don't want to get on that steamroller where we're just running downhill and we're losing football games. By any means necessary, we are going to win this football game. They only won by three points. It would be nice if Brandon Staley had kicked that field goal instead of, you know, trying to get in the end zone. It would would have been real nice, but that's not the way he coaches, but it would have been real nice to get them three points. And you know what? Mike McCarthy said after they got embarrassed in San Francisco, after they got absolutely crucified in the media, we're going to take away your birthday, we're going to send you to see whatever we're going to do to you, Mm. hey, we got to find a way to win a football game and get into the bye. He makes an interesting point because this was a weekend. We can sit here and pick apart how spectacular the Cowboys did not look. But to your point, the, the, the Niners, if they make a kick, they win the game, but they don't find a way. The Eagles, if they run the ball on that last third down, they probably, fi- they probably find a way and they find win Find the a game. way to win a game. Cowboys won a game they desperately needed, and they make up ground on both those teams. Yeah, it was great. And I think going into the bye, it was especially important coming off that terrible game they played uh, last week against San Francisco. They needed it for themselves. I'm fascinated to see what happens to them after the bye. Because I feel like, like in some ways, their season just kind of got started last night, right? They just started using that, Brandon Cooks. Stephon Gilmore made a play. Those were their two big offseason additions. We haven't heard much. Totally right. So I, I, they haven't yet. The three wins they had going into last night were blowouts against te- bad teams. The Jets were playing very poorly at the time. They're better yeah. now. But, you know, Jets, Giants, Patriots, they didn't really need to deploy their offense. Right. They played a lousy game against Arizona, and they got smoked in San Francisco. So if this is who they're going to be, then I think that's good that they've found it. My question is how sustainable is it in the 2023 NFL to try and win three-point games every week? Well, so the perception, here's why I love this conversation. I like what the Dolphins do. Because the two of you are just couldn't be more on opposite sides of this. In the same way that the head coaches last night were, 
Brandon Staley sort of represents the new age, go for it, all that stuff on one side. And the other side, Mike McCarthy is coaching as conservatively as anyone is in the NFL right now. And we see the juxtaposition, and you two guys are on opposite sides. First of all, we in modern football do not accept Brandon Staley as our representative. Yes, you do. <laughs> we, He's the leader for y'all. We, we will not accept him. But, I mean, even last night, you guys keep pointing out that the fourth down where he kicked it, and it right. or where he, he should have kicked it because it didn't work. You're not focusing on the fourth down where they went for it. So we go uh, uh, total points there. They get seven rather than six, rather they kick whether they kick both or if they kick both times. So like the point is, it's not going to work every time. But over the course of a season, it's smarter to be more aggressive and to get us back to the Cowboys. You want to give your your team every possible advantage, particularly when you're playing against actually good contending teams. Mike McCarthy is practicing right now in a way that is not going to give them every advantage. You're going to require your players to have to be above and beyond. You're going to need Micah Parsons to get incredible sacks. You're going to need Dak Prescott to do whirly birds in the pocket all the time. That's not a sustainable way to win. You're not going to do that three times in a row in the playoffs. That's all. The the, the scoring average in the NFL is down. It's 20 a game, so you don't have to be this team that just goes and runs up and down the field. It was 10 to 7. You were not moving the ball. You were at the 6 Six-yard line. If you kick it on the ten, when it was seventeen, I mean, when it was t- you were down seven, you got to go score on the fourth and go. So the, the two situations are not the same. However, that being said, you're saying it's not sustainable. Teams in the NFL are winning this way. The Jets just won this way. Cleveland just won. The- teams right. are finding okay. ways to win by playing good defense. So Mike McCarthy wants to take the identity of his football team and say. We don't have to be the number one scoring offense. Do they have the ability? Yeah, but every team has a different personality. Every game has a different personality. Allow those to come to you. Last you night get, did not need him to get, go be the most aggressive. And if it's not a special to, teams blunder, this game ain't that close. Cherry pick stats and analytics yes, when, you do. When, when they make sense for you. Scoring average is down this year over the course of the first few weeks. It is not down in the NFL over the course of several years. You're going to have to play offense to win in the Super Bowl. The Ravens are not going you, to win you the Super Bowl. you got to get there. The 05 Ravens. you got to get yeah, there. The 05 Ravens are not coming back. Yeah, you got to get there. But the point is, close games go either way. We see that every year. Playing a strategy to have a a bunch of close games is going to get you a season like the Vikings had last year and then a season like the Vikings are having this year. If you can't cherry pick the analytics that work for you and then pretend like the other ones don't exist, like going for it on fourth down. Can I help him, by the way? Can I add to his point? The two teams you just mentioned who won, the, the Jets and the Browns, did it with backup quarterbacks. Yes. They really had no cha- choice but to try and win that way with dominating defenses. Might have been different if they had Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson out there. The Cowboys have Dak Prescott out there. It's not the same And you thing. just watched the two teams that are leading your conference both lose. You're a superior team on the road with a chance. And again, we're just acting like the fumble on the punt doesn't matter. If it doesn't happen, this game's not even as The last two Super Bowls were won by three points. Right. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Donald undefeated. beat the snot out of Joe Burrow and they won that football game. Last year, it was a strip sack on Jalen Hurts by Kansas City Chiefs defense. Last two Super Bowls were won by three points. Yes, I want to throw the football down the field, but teams are not doing that. You look at the touchdown passes last night, okay? They were dink shots from five yards out. Who's throwing the ball down the field? Nobody is. You know why? Because pass rushing is winning in the NFL, and pass blocking is down in the NFL. You don't want to get quarterback hurt. 
and you want to make sure you don't turn the ball over. You have to play conservatively right now in the NFL. I think in, inside Dallas's building right now, if you ask them what's the reason for the conservatism on offense, they would tell you the offensive line has had some issues this year. They're still kind of putting that together. So maybe that's a temporary condition. But, I mean, yeah, okay, so the Super Bowls are won by three points. You've got to be able to win different ways. Right? You've yep. got to be capable of winning the shootout in today's NFL because it could happen it could, on any sure. given week. You could have to do that. And so I, I think to not be taking chances, to not let you – and the other thing is, like, if you want to be a run team, like, uh, they had 96 rushing yards, and 40 that, of them by their quarterback who doesn't run sure, anymore. Sure. So, like, they weren't even really accomplishing that last night. Look, full credit to them. They found a way to win. Dak made all the plays. Micah made the biggest play of the game, all that. But long term, I would like to see this offense be a little more ambitious and a little more – I'll try to use football parlance to make it make sense in yeah. that it's an <laughs> oblong ball and it bounces in funny yes. ways. Those funny bounces don't matter when you're up by 14. Yes. If you play a bunch of games where your, your desire is, don't worry, we're going to win it by three every time, those bounces are going to bounce uh, the other way. So like that punt, they managed to win and survive where he muffed the punt. That's the point. So sometimes you're going to have to win those ways. Sometimes you're going to have to get lucky. But you're asking for a lot more luck when you are designing your game plan to be in a bunch of close games. And by the way, the Lions, who we think of as you know, yes. big physical, they're winning games by 14 every week. Because they're aggressive. Yes, I know. That's all. Well, that's all. Wait, Football wait, is a dangerous game. So, you're, so running out there like a little cowardly coach, like, oh, no, we don't want to take any risks. This game is risky. So I was going to say something that would get us fired. So oh, don't be aggressive. Do that. Please, be, be aggressive. We're I was getting much fun. fun. That's there's, both there's of us. Ch- there's a chew that goes like that. Be aggressive. We get Mike that. Greenberg fired for sure. We could have lost both of us on the same day. The bottom line of it is, and you just touched on it, you said, Teams that can beat you any way you want to play them. You're absolutely right. That's why the Lions are the best team in football. No one's talking about it, but the Lions are the best team because they can beat you any way you want to play them. That's a morning wow. And, oh, by the way, they're the best team. And they, they, they will take any – right now, you want to play them. Playing if the great. Eagles want to play them, Niners want to play them, Cowboys want to play them, I don't think the, the Lions are scared of any of them. In the meantime, we'll go to Philly next. Sal is here to answer the question of the day. Why doesn't Jalen look the same? As he did a year ago. Sometimes the truth hurts. He'll give you the answer. Plus, is there anything better than this? It's Tuesday. Jeff is serving up a heap and helping of pancakes. And you know what? Jess Mendoza is going to hit one of them into the outfield seats. That's coming up. Don't miss it. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Wake-up call on Get Up Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Third and ten at the Charger 25. Herbert back. Pressure coming again. Throws it out. Intercepted. Gilmore jumped in at the Los Angeles 32. And you can credit the pressure for that one. So Dak Prescott called it a must-win, and the Cowboys got it. They're 4-2 headed into their bye. Look what they have coming out. Huge matchups, including the Rams and then the showdown with the Eagles. We will talk much more about that as we continue. But speaking of Philadelphia, here he is, the man himself, with salutations. Sal Palantonio giving us three early season headlines. I'll read them for you. Here we go. Sal wrote this one back in his journalism school days. Sleepless in Southie. What's the story? Well, I mean, you know, I don't have any cousins in Boston, but I got plenty in Worcester. And in Palmer, Mass, and they're like, hey, what's up with Belichick? What are we doing here? And I think that's it. Everybody is wondering how long Bob Kraft will hold on to Bill Belichick and how long he will go in this situation where they can't really even be in a ball game right now. It's been hideous in Boston. Well, I have a conversation about that. Next headline, don't sleep on the Raiders' defense. The Raiders can get after the quarterback. They can also protect the quarterback. That's why the Raiders are 3-3. Three and three. Watch the Raiders. They're sneaky right here. Not as sneaky as Hembo, but they're sneaky. I mean, they're actually playing a lot better than any of us expected. And then the last the one is, this is a big one, Sunday night. Oh, here we go. Dolphins. I'm going to be there in South Philadelphia. You know what? The Eagles are going to come back and they're going to beat the Dolphins. They are going to beat the Dolphins. You know why? Because they're going to find a way, Dominique. They're going to find a way to win a football game, baby. They're not going to win this one 14 to 12. I will tell you that. If they're going to win this game, they're going to have to do it by scoring points. They're going to be back, baby. Against Tua and company. We'll see. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts. He had a career year last season. So far this season, it just hasn't looked the same. Six games, seven interceptions. That's one more than he had in 18 games last year. He's thrown five of those picks when pressured. He had just four of those 
all of last year. So let's bring this here. And again, I was so excited that we were able to get Sal in here today because this feels like one of the storylines of the moment in the NFL. And Jalen Hurts, the trajectory was just like this, straight up. And he hasn't been bad this year, but it certainly hasn't looked like it's continued on this road. What exactly is going on? No, I'm glad that you framed the question that way because we always think of it in linear terms when we're talking about – and Jalen Hurts is still a young quarterback. Now, he had an MVP season last year, mm-hmm. lost out to Patrick Mahomes, played at an MVP level in the Super Bowl, but he lost the guy that was whispering in his ear in Shane Steichen. He only lost two football games with Shane Steichen. And now he's got Brian Johnson. He knows Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson knows him. Brian Johnson is going to be a terrific head coach sometime in the National Football League, but they're working their way through it. They lost their starting right guard. They lost their starting right tackle in Lane Johnson. Their pass protection wasn't up to where they wanted to be. And Jalen Hurts' whole – Hembo gave me these great numbers. Russell Wilson is the slowest snap to release in the NFL. Always is. That's why he gets sacked all the time. Number two slowest right now in the National Football League come from Hembo is Jalen Hurts. Mm. He's holding on to the football too long. He's not seeing the entire field. He's looking at A.J. Brown too much. Look for Dallas Goddard and the other knee throws. Look for DeAndre Swift. And that's why I think they will find a way to beat the Dolphins on Sunday. Well, that's the point that Dan uh, Orlovsky did a terrific uh, job of with his touchscreen for us yesterday. That th- those, all those little checkdowns, all that stuff was available to him all afternoon yes. long against the Jets, and he's not doing it. He's looking for the big play, particularly with A.J. Brown, and he's not taking advantage of what the defense is giving him. Yeah, at times you got to put the ball in your playmaker's hands, whoever that is. Convert, get first downs. Don't worry about always taking the big shot. And to the point of this past weekend, he had 20 pressures, the most they've had in two years, and seven wow. of them were a four-man pass rush. So basically, he's sitting back there looking to push the ball down the field, irrespective of receiver. At some point, take what the defense gives you, allow those guys to create, go extend drives. Don't worry about always hitting the home run. That just takes time to work, though. Well, I think earlier in the season, I remember sitting on the set marveling at how long he held onto the ball because Mm -hmm. the protection was so great. So he does get accustomed to that with having that good protection. And one thing I would disagree with you on, Sal, there's no such thing as throwing the ball to A.J. Brown too much because he's that (laughs) damn good. But I I would say that he does need some help. And Devontae Smith, who's normally a shorthanded receiver, had two big drops in this game. And Dallas Garter, who's normally someone you can trust, has a screen pass that he bounces back to Quinn and Williams for an interception. So, like, I think this is one loss, and we're making a lot of it. And the last thing I would say is they're not running Jalen Hurts. Well, that was going to be my next thing, Graziano. This is a game in which they led the entire game. The entire game. Yeah. And they threw the ball 45 times and ran it 22. Feels like a mistake. I mean, but that's my point. Like that, that I mean, with Shane Steichen there last year, that's all they did was run the ball. They ran the quarterback a lot. All they so, did was run it. And this, they were just pass happy any, against the Jets. Any team that's got a young running quarterback is going to tell you they want to find ways to get him hit less, right? right? Not necessarily run him less, but find ways to get him hit less. But one kind of goes hand in hand with the other, right? So it may be that there's an aspect of that. Sal's around the team a lot more than I am. Maybe he has a better idea, but. I think it's, you know, it is one bad game, right? Like, the Eagles are 5-1 and one right. and have not played their best. There are a lot of teams that wish they were the Eagles right now. Jalen Hurts, the, the defining aspect of Talk to me, Dan. Come on. So far have been Come on, Dan. and problem-solving. He figures out what's going wrong, and he works to correct it. Yes. I, I have no 
I have no reservations about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles going forward. Yeah, I just want to go back to what you said because I think the identity of the Eagles is a little misrepresented. If you look at the Eagles last year, they weren't just a run football team like everybody believes. They got leads in the first half by being aggressive, yeah. pushing the ball down there, and then they ran oh. it in the second half. So let's not, let's oh. not be crazy. I'm just about their definition of what they were. So they were risky. Listen, what? they were risky. They didn't hoist a trophy either. I'm just letting you know, as you're looking at this oh. football team, don't say that this is, you know, because they weren't that. They were an aggressive football team that pushed the ball down the field. So Steichen, it wasn't just – the run was to protect the lead, right? So they protected the lead that way. I get what that looks like for them. He was the number one pocket passer in the land That's of right. They have not changed. You can always tell when Jeff is getting a little uncomfortable in his own point when he doesn't finish the sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The Steichen does have a – all start smiling. Like, like, uh, he realized it. Yeah. He knows. I know. You had me at irrespective. Let's stay in Philly. Jessica Mendoza game here. Philly's last night, Phil's Diamondbacks. Oh, Taylor's boyfriend was in the house. And Kyle Schwarber, first pitch of the game, swinging. Oh, first pitch, 92 miles an hour, hunting fastballs all over Zach Gallen from pitch one. Two batters later, Bryce Harper, what's he going to do? Give me the fastball. Three home runs leading up to this had been all spinners, breaking balls. He was finally getting the one he was looking for. It's his 31st birthday, and he was celebrating in style. He has been red hot, but not as hot as Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos, five home runs. Count them in his last eight at-bats. 1-1 one, one count, 93 again. The fastball, the Phillies all over the gallon fastball. They're a big favorite in this series, but if the Diamondbacks are going to win, it's because they hit home runs. Yes, and this is their nine-hitter, Robin Pordomo. Getting them on the board, this was huge greeny. I think just moving forward, knowing, hey, we can score runs too, especially with the long ball. 5-3 in the ninth, looking to close it out. Craig Kimbrell, and he, this ball was actually smoked. Phillies turned this into a quick double play to end the game. 5-3, your final. Phillies get the win. It's been all home runs for them in this postseason. They've hit 12 in their last three games. All right, coming up, is what we saw from the Cowboys last night enough to contend with the NFC's best? We will talk about that. And then, Jess, you're going to love this. Jess is coming over. We're going to yes. do the pancakes. Give me and that. The, yeah. the goal for today is oh, Jess man, is going to cake. hit one of them out of the ballpark. Ooh. We will see how that works out when she takes over. And then Graziano oh. is going to take over. It's time for trivia. Here we go. Oh, uh-oh. What was the starting quarterback matchup the last time the Lions hosted a playoff game? The answer is next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Here we go, bottom of the hour. I actually like this question. I do too. Here we go from Sneaky Hembo. Lions look awful good. Maybe sure they do. host a playoff game they this could. year. What was the starting matchup, quarterbacks, the last time they hosted a playoff game in Detroit? Remember the overreactions when I was giving you all those Lions history yes. things? I was re- re- researching Lions history the other day for the overreactions column. So I know it was Eric Kramer starting for the Lions. Like, I know this. But they either played the Cowboys or the Packers. They played the Packers a couple times. Eric Kramer and Brett Favre. <laughs> That's right. Come on! It is Eric Kramer and Come Eric on! <laughs> That's an all-time. That is really good. It was January 8th, 1994. Don't it forget. was Eric Kramer and Brett Favre. I, I, you know what? I was a senior in college. What happened to Scott Mitchell? I could have sworn yeah, Scott Kramer Mitchell was the guy. Play, yeah, it was Kramer at that Mitch, point. So Mitchell came at, yeah. before Kramer. I yeah. got you because that was who I guessed. But you got that one. Oh, my God. Chalk that one up for Graziano. That photos. That is really outstanding. Okay. That's well done. The pain of Hembo. No question about it. 26-11 is our score right now. And don't forget, we will have Arthur's stuff here. (laughs) Pancakes coming up with a special guest. Jessica Mendoza will be a part of that. But I want to go back to Monday Night Football last night, guys. We've been talking a lot about how conservatively Mike McCarthy approached this game. Let us take a look at the way he coached the end of the first half. All right, we're going to take you to the final minute of the first half. And you're going to see a completion on the right sideline here. The game is tied. 50 seconds left. And Gallup goes out of bounds inside the 40. At 40, that, that goes out at 44 seconds. Clock is clearly running. They do not use one of the two timeouts that they have remaining. They're letting it tick, 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 tick all the way down. Then here's your second opportunity. Again, two timeouts remaining. They complete a pass. The officials are anticipating a timeout from Mike McCarthy. He doesn't use it. The ref looks like he's saying, wait a minute, are you sure you don't want to call a timeout? He says, no, I just want to kick the field goal with three seconds left. He certainly had opportunities with eight seconds left to throw a pass into the end zone to be clear. He had a timeout remaining, so candidly, he could have run practically anything he wanted to, but they were satisfied to take the three. Dominique, when you wind up winning a game by three, you can, you can look back on it and say it was the right thing to do. Dominique is that disgusted. Do you like it? It's despicable. I mean, <laughs> if you wanted a field goal, that's fine. But at least call the timeout. They let 20 seconds go off the clock yes. when Gallup didn't yes. quite make it out of, out of bounds. Yes. Call the timeout there. And then if you want to nail it and kick your field goal, by all means, do that foolishness. But it just seems like you're playing not to lose, which is fine. You can win enough games during that. But that is not what championship – do. That's not habits I want to create. That's not an, uh, an attitude that I want to infuse in my team. Like, you know what? We're the team that doesn't try to score. We're the team that's going to be super conservative. No, we are aggressive dogs that are going for your throat on every single opportunity. That's not what he's breeding. And your worst case isn't even that bad. Like, your kicker's got a monster leg. You could take a sack there and probably still hit the field goal, right? You have the time. I, I don't know, man. Like, I think I don't know. I, I, I think it's – well, no, they would have been out of timeout. Anyway, my point is you have – No, he had the timeout. You absolutely could have taken a sack it, and like, called it. The official standing there like, are you like you know yeah. that a touchdown is worth twice as much. Right? <laughs> right, like, right. like that's – yeah, but no, I think the, the mistake – I'm with you. The mistake was earlier yeah, on early. the Gallup catch yeah. when you had two timeouts and could have used one instead of uh, saving one to bring home. I don't want to get anyone confused but the circumstances of what happened to the Giants on Sunday night and then the situation last night. Again, the Giants didn't have a timeout to use. Right. Those who remember the game the week before, 
before in Denver where the Jets didn't have a timeout to use. In both cases, they let the clock run out because they couldn't get a playoff. The Cowboys didn't have that issue here. They just decided they didn't want to take a chance that Dak would turn the ball over in the end zone. That's the only thing you're really risking there. Yeah, I, mean, I think when you look at McCarthy, he, he's like, hey, listen, I'm going to show you the identity of who we are. We're going to take points when we get them. We're going to go up 10-7 to 7 at half. We're going to come back and win this game in the second half. He felt comfortable with it. I, didn't, I don't love it. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't love it, especially the Gallup play. Why don't you call a timeout, set some stuff up? They decided not to. But at the end of the day, he is trying to show you what this team is going to look like in the future, and it's how he's going to call it, and they win. It's worth pointing out. This is the same stadium where, at one point last year, Mike McCarthy said he had trouble seeing the clock. It is not impossible, because that Gallup play is one of those where he gets knocked backwards, I think and so the ref is, is, is rounding it up. So you, you're gonna, yeah, you're going to see well, that. My point yeah. is, what possible, reason too, is there, what possible reason is there not to call a timeout there? Yeah, he was going to let it go for a field goal. I mean, he just decided, hey, we're going to move this thing down and get the field goal. We don't want to leave them any time. We're going to take this thing to the end. It is where it is. That, that, that was his How to find a way to win it. That was the most important thing in that football game based on not every game is the same. Someone said that on this panel yep. this morning. Not every game is the same. You have to put it in the context. This guy, this guy right there. This guy. You have to put it in the context. Eagles lost. Niners lost. We lost last week in San Francisco. He has played aggressively before. I've seen this movie before. We played aggressively and lost. Let's get out of Dodge with a win. Let's find a way to win a football game. I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know why you'd want yeah, to Yeah, okay, maybe you're not able to win a- I, I, just, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, I mean, I, th- I, th- I think it's – I don't we're not, know. We're they, not they playing win the game. soccer. It's a football yeah. team. Well, but Scared does, money don't make no money. They are going to okay, lose maybe if not. they play this whole season. Like hey, that attitude, well, that, They are not going to win a championship. You know what that attitude gets you? Really nice casinos. Really nice casinos, dog. The only, I, I am 100% on Neek's side, but the only question I'll ask is – You are? With sco- yeah. I'm on Neek's side of they that. Under no circumstances should they have not tried throwing a pass in the end zone. They haven't won anything playing a Aggressively with Dak Prescott. Lots Let's try team. to find a way That's to win. That's not even aggressive. This, it's fourth it, down. But you're in week. But you're in Throw week. Throw a pass in the end zone. You're though. in week six. You're in week six. Okay. You're not winning the Super Bowl this way. You're going to just find a way to win Where's a football nine? game. You want find a way to win a football game. I don't know. I mean, if, if you're going to count on holding everybody you play to 17 points, that's going to be a very tough way to go all the way through. I'm not. If they can hold Philly to 17, you, great. If they can hold San Francisco, Detroit to 17, great. You but if you can't out, win you that keep way. keep pointing out how the Super Bowl was won by three points the last couple of years. They were won by three points by teams that had explosive offenses. Yes. That's been the history of the recent history of the league. If you want to look mm-hmm. for, yes, if explosive of, offenses are getting to championship games and they are winning the Super Bowl right. in this Aaron Donald could have been that. a There's Super Bowl There's a lot of Tom Brady's and Patrick Mahomes in there. A lot of those, like not many built like that. Just say, I'm just saying. Okay. So if you, you know, you know how years, do you know how you're not going to beat Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes by playing conservatively? You need to, you need to raise your risk profile if you're going to beat players like that. It's okay to be like, you know what? Hey, Fox, my bad. I was wrong. You've made a lot of good points over the last hour and a half. I apologize. I'm wrong. I, I agree with you now. Let's be aggressive. How did, Todd, Bowl, how did Todd Bowles beat Patrick Mahomes? How did Todd Bowles beat Patrick Mahomes, okay? Gosh. Come on now. Because Come on Patrick now. Mahomes had no offensive now, line in that game. But okay, Come on let's now. not talk about that because I've got incredibly good news. Ooh. Jessica Mendoza is here. Oh. She brought a bat, and she is going to hit a pancake. Oh, into the into the stratosphere. Let's add them down. Let's do this. Pancakes is one of our favorite things. So let me show you how we're gonna get this thing started. We back, baby. Don't throw me, don't throw me. Oh, I made them up. This 
Okay, first and foremost, it is time for Saddam Down, which is brought to you by IHOP. Yes, sir! I see the IHOP, we back! IHOP, we love it. Now, you're all familiar with pancakes. It's probably the most popular thing we do. But today, a very special edition, because we have the great Jessica Mendoza here. She has won gold medals for this country. And today, she is going to attempt her greatest feat ever. Let us see if she can hit a pancake. Graziano's the catcher. And we're going to try and send one. Oh, that's a bad pitch. Takes one. That needs to be our opening. That needs right. to be our opening from now on. Do wow. not attempt that at home. No. In the meantime, yes, come on in here. We need you jumping around. Let's get yeah. everybody here excited. Here we go. We got to get here excited. We go. Here we go. Dab, dab, take it away. Saturday, starting out with A.J. Barner. Yo, we're about to, hey, we're about to lay hats on people right go. now. We got to like this. Watch the block right here from uh, Michigan. Right here, finish. Uh, Do it. Uh, I love the re-rolls when they take them all the way to the turf and then roll over them because <laughs> they so locked in. And look at him pop up. He was taking his mouthpiece out to talk trash. I'm just letting y'all know how quick that mouthpiece was coming out because he's on their sideline. He's about to tell them the noise that he just created. Boys, what did I just see? Get hyped with me. I absolutely love it. Oh, that is a thing of beauty. One pancake is a little, little man on little man crime. But I still love what we're doing right here. Hey, Christian Derisaw, watch the pull. We're going to get one. Bam, not one down. Turn up. Let's go get Got some more. Got some more. You got to love a big man in space. Go get some. Get two, three. He got a linebacker and a DB at the finish of that play. That is so nice. That's a big man in bull. Bull in a china shop. Bam, bam, bam. Make it all happen. Breaking things. You got to love Darisaw. I'm giving him two pancakes. That thing, but he really got three on the same play, yeah. which is absolutely nasty. We're going two right there. Frank Reynolds. Oh, my word. My, my uh -oh. Twitter blew up on this thing. I want you to just watch the speed. St. Brown's will get the touchdown. Oh, yeah. Get some! Get some! Hey, you know, you know what he said to him? Receive it! He came from 10 yards and gave him the business in. You got to love same foot, same shoulder. Finishes. That's my favorite part right there. St. Brown celebrating with him. Knock that dude out. That's why that's three pancakes. Outstanding. Thing of beauty. Can we do one more pitch? Can we do one more pitch? Let's do one more. Oh, oh, get out, out the way. Get out the way. Everybody, we get it out. All right, we are rolling along. Get up this morning. Coming up, he's not human. He's Aaron, and he is reshaping an entire season, plus much more on the Cowboys. And who knows what Jessica will hit next. <laughs> we'll be right back. That's the best thing we've ever done. Oh, my God. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we are back in, uh, on Get Up Here. And after week six now, we go through some of the winners and the losers. Graziano, give me a winner from the weekend. You know, the biggest offseason addition any team made may have been Jim Schwartz as Brown's defensive coordinator. That's a good they one. are playing absolute lights-out defense. The first team this year to beat the 49ers. They stifled them. They have been absolutely sensational on that side of the ball, and there's no reason to think that Miles Garrett and company can't keep it rolling. Yeah, their offense puts it together. They could be a, a legitimate contender. Jeff, how about a loser yeah. from this weekend? Oh, the Giants. The, the halftime issues, and I'm going to take us deeper than, you know, should the play have been called, whatever, but the Dave Old reaction on the sideline, losing his mind, yelling at coordinators, yelling at the quarterback. Like, I, I, did he hear it on the headset? Like, did he think something different was happening? I didn't love how this thing, you know, transpired. Again, not efficient football. It happens. But, man, the, the, the whole thing afterwards to me was just a little, you know, a little much. And a game that wind up losing by one score. Nick, give me another. Lo- there, there's Dayball, by the way, with his reaction. Nick, another loser. Yeah, it's the Falcons and, excuse me, and Desmond Ritter. He's struggled uh, so far this season. And they have a pretty solid team. I think that they could be doing better than they are. Arthur Smith is uh, putting together an impressive offense without using his best players and with the quarterback who's struggling. But Desmond Ritter, I don't think he's the answer down there. Arthur Smith, after every mistake Ritter makes, looks like he's a fan. He's like, why is this guy still our quarterback? (laughs) But he's the coach. Who's making these decisions? Finally, Sal, give me another winner week six. You know, you would think I would pick the Eagles or offense, but I'm going to flip the script on you, Michael Greenberg. And I'm going with the linebackers of the New York Jets. Let's name them. Quincy Williams and C.J. Mosley playing ferocity. I love it. Hitting people all game long. And you know what? Robert Sala talks about the superpower of Aaron Rodgers. How about the superpower of Robert Sala on that sideline? The energy, the urgency that he brings as a defensive-minded coach, as a head coach on the sideline. You can't – you bottle that. You put it on the football field. You make it into the persons of Quincy Williams and C.J. Mosley, and they got after – they've been getting after the people all year long. Their, their defense has only allowed, as I've said, 31 points. Love them. In six second halves – this season, I do the, even I can do that math. So, remarkable there. But let's talk about the Eagles for a moment here because we, we, we have complained all morning long about the way the Cowboys won. But they won. 
49ers didn't find a way. Eagles didn't find a way. Lions have looked dominant. So as we figure out where the Cowboys off their win last night, where do they fit in the pecking order of the NFC right now, Jeffrey? Yeah, they're three or four to me. I think they and the Lions to me are there. I, th- I still think San Fran and the Eagles are the two top tier teams in the NFC. I think those two to me uh, are kind of coupled. Detroit and the Cowboys. It's going to be a tight race. Listen, eight teams play well. Uh, Detroit has played well. I like finding a way to win. I, I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles. Should be the best of all these teams, but for some reason, uh, Hurts just hadn't picked it up quite yet. I think they ultimately will, though. Yeah, I like finding a way to win, too, and I really like beating people down, and that's why I think the Lions yeah. should get more respect than we're giving them. I think there's some residual – I know Grant, Graziano believes in them, but there's some residual uh, Lions feelings that, for me at sure. least, they're hard to, to get over. But the way that they're playing offensively and defensively, aggressively, and winning the line of scrimmage is uh, a formula that can win with Jared Goff or anybody at quarterback, not to shortchange Jared Goff because he's playing exceptional. Yeah, I think it's going to take some time, right, to come around to the Lions being good because, like, we've literally never seen it. So, I think, but, yeah, that, that formula travels, and we've seen it travel. Right? They won in Arrowhead Stadium. They won in Lambeau Field. They went on the road and beat a first-place Tampa Bay team this weekend. Like that, 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 And they're winning games by double digits, multiple touchdowns every week. They are a team that reflects the personality and the, uh, and the identity of its head coach. And frankly, I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon. I'm telling you what else. They're going to be the one seed in the NFC. If Ooh. you look at their schedule oh, the rest of the way, yeah. the division is not strong. They have games coming up with the Raiders. they got the Bears and the Packers again as they do the Saints, the Broncos. I, I, there are a lot of wins left on that schedule. I think there is a really good chance that the road to the Super Bowl will wow. go through the 3-1-3. What up, Doe? My old buddy Jalen used to say, wow. I think the Lions are going to finish with the one seed because they play in the weakest division of all those teams that we're looking at up there on the top. Yeah, that's a sweet little hot take. I get you. <laughs> but listen. <laughs> <laughs> Sal doesn't want to go to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. But hey, it's all coming through South Philly, okay? Yeah. And it's, you know, the rebirth starts this weekend when the Dolphins come in. Listen, Jalen Hurts is still the best quarterback in the conference. They still have the best roster. Nick Sirianni trusts Jalen Hurts. Trust him to make the big play when necessary. I like the Philadelphia Eagles as the best team in the NFC, and I like them to be the one. Well, let's focus on that game for a minute then. Uh, they're going to be, we can put the picks up here who we said for the best team in the NFC right now as we have the conversation. <laughs> Philly is not beating Miami 20-17, to 17, right? You are not holding Tua Tungavailoa and that offense. I don't care who's hurt for that team. Well, B- Buffalo did. 20-17. to 17. I mean, I, 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 listen, I, I, there, is a, there is an answer. I, I know we don't think there is. There are answers for every – I played on one of the best offenses in NFL history. There are answers, and if teams match up well for them, they can slow you down, and then things become inefficient on that out. The problem with always depending on aggression, pushing the ball, is when it doesn't work, that pressure builds. So at some point, there is give and take. I did like your arguments in case you need to pump up. I don't know you how, make great I'm arguments, help you. but the bottom line is every game has its own personality. You have yes. to find different ways to win in different situations, but I look at this. I look at San Fran, very good football team, great up front on both sides of the ball, same for Philly. Same for We're saying the same things, but aggression isn't always the answer and neither is being conservative. Yeah, I think that winning is an important thing. And I think that you, you don't want to be in is, is you want to avoid the close games because the close games is when sure. randomness can come into play. If you can win by a lot, win by a lot. And if you're going to be in a close game, I think that it's okay to make conservative decisions based on the situation. But I think that's why I like the 49ers because yeah. they have a quarterback. First of all, they're not going into any game with the expectation of like not making mistakes. 
mistake. But right. they have a quarterback who, like, it's taken me personally a while to come around to how good he is. But after that game, I had more confidence in Purdy Absolutely. than I did before. And I have more confidence in his team than I did before because Purdy – Took them on a game-winning drive without Christian McCaffrey, with a hobbled Trent Williams, and without Debo Samuel. Yep. Had that kicker made that kick, we'd be talking about Purdy uh, more aggressively in the MVP conversation than we are right now. And so I think this game, yeah, they lost. It's bad. It's embarrassing. And this was against the best defense in football, yes. at least some of us think. Matchups matter in the National Football League. Yeah. San Francisco 49ers cruised into South Philadelphia last year in the NFC Championship game, and their quarterback got knocked out of the game because right. they didn't protect him properly, which is the number one thing you got to do in the postseason. Yep. And you got to learn how to win close games in the postseason because most games in the postseason are won by three points or less. So that's one thing. Number two is when you're playing in South Philadelphia, the intimidation factor is huge. We see it at Citizen Bank Ballpark. We see it all, all the time at Lincoln Financial Field. Miami Dolphins are going to come in to Philadelphia. They got to sit around all weekend. Got to play on Sunday night football. Then you got to come into Lincoln Financial Field and play this pass rush. You got to play that team. It's not going to be. That's why the Eagles are favored against a team that scores 900 points a game. Yeah, I think I, I think the, the Eagles obviously have earned the benefit of the doubt. They're five and one without playing their best. Their schedule's about to get really tough. Sure. We're, we're going to find sure. out about the Eagles uh, going forward. The f- thing that gives me pause on the 49ers is those injuries, right? If Christian McCaffrey has to miss time, if Debo Samuel has to miss time, all of a sudden, what, and especially Trent Williams, all of a sudden, what do they look like? So that's something to watch as the, as the weeks unfold here, how those guys are health-wise. No one is paying attention yep. to Jared Goff That's right there. at this point. I'm, I'm saying you're the only yeah. one paying attention. Name, name Graziano. De- right now, the leading candidate for MVP in the league should be Jared Goff. No one Number is playing one seed better than and he MVP. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying he, over the last, over that the, going saying? back to the middle of last season, he's been oh. the best quarterback in the NFL. We don't, just do, has. We don't do rollovers like that. Sweet. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I wish. But. Pick it up from the start of this yeah. season. No one's playing better than he is. No one's playing better than they are. Sweet little hot take you got there. That's girl. a sweet little hot take. <laughs> We are rolling on. Busy we go. First take is on the way. Coming up next, Stephen A. had a front row seat for the action last night. What did he think about it? First take coming up top of the hour. We will hear all of his perspective. And then do not miss McAfee today. He's got Aaron. Aaron, he's not a human being. He's Aaron Rodgers. And he will join Pat McAfee to talk about where he is on his comeback trail. Resurrection, baby. December? November? We'll find out. (laughs) What? WNBA Finals continue tomorrow night, 8 Eastern on ESPN and the ESPN app. Liberty kept it alive with a win the other night. They need another to force a decisive Game 5. Coverage begins WNBA Countdown, 7 o'clock Eastern. Meanwhile, shout out to everyone at the Medill School of Journalism at Northwestern <laughs> University. I hope you remain proud of me. Today on our show, Jessica Mendoza. Oh! So that's the first one, right? That's the one she saw it in half. That second one. Upper deck. Do it. Bryce Harper. Twice. And hit them both. I mean, that is clutch. He's a gold medalist. I think once you've won a gold medal, you're not that nervous about hitting a pancake in Australia. But look at that. And heels, by the way. <laughs> With a souvenir. She is the best. Absolutely. Fun day, guys. Sheer television brilliance by you. See you tomorrow. First take starts Loved it. now. Come on, get up. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.